This is Monday, September 24th, and we're continuing our study of discipleship from John chapters 13 through 17. And we're in chapter 17 in this prayer of Jesus. Do you ever recognize the effect that someone's words have on you? Perhaps you leave an inspirational talk, or you watch a movie, you hear a sermon. Do you come away changed? Does it leave an impression on you? As a preacher, I would say I hope so. Often speeches serve to be turning points for nations and for people's lives, pushing them forward in a new direction, one that would change the world. For example, I think of Patrick Henry's speech given at the Second Virginia Convention. The other colonies had already decided to enter into the Revolutionary War to secure a freedom from England, but not Virginia. They were sitting on the fence, indecisive about the way they should move forward. That's when Patrick Henry, one of their delegates, stood and made an impassioned speech. He explained that the taxes that had been raised through a new tax law would burden the people, and they were no longer free. He ended his speech with words with these words, Is life so dear or peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? Forbid it, almighty God. I do not know what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. You see, those final words became the battle cry for the Virginia militia that was created that day when a vote was taken after his speech. Or maybe you think of other speeches, famous ones like the I Have a Dream speech of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. During the time of racial division, here was a man longing for a new day when people would come together. Race would no longer divide the nation. I want to get to our text for today. This is John chapter 17, verse 8. For I gave them the words you gave me, and they accepted them. They knew with certainty that I came from you, and that they, be- and they believed that you sent me. Now, as I mentioned, we're continuing through Jesus' high priestly prayer. And in the second section of the prayer, Jesus is praying for his disciples, and by extension, for you and for me. But notice the progression here. Jesus came speaking the words of God, the truth of God. It was through what Jesus did and also what he said that the disciples came to believe the truth about Jesus and the Father. Here is that link between the Father and the Son we've seen throughout this prayer. Now in this section, we see the important place that truth has in the shaping and sustaining and protecting of the disciples of Jesus. The word that the Father gave Jesus, and that he in turn gave to his disciples. This is what convinced the disciples of the true identity of Jesus. That Jesus is the Son of God. That Jesus came from the Father. Now we need to remember that here that of all people on earth, The Jewish people were the least likely to think that God could become a human being. The infinite, eternal, omnipresent God, in their view, could never enter time and space in this way. 
Of course, they expected God to send them the Messiah, but in their way of thinking, their Messiah would not be God. They expected him to be merely a man. Indeed, they never considered that God himself might appear. Although there were hints of this in the scriptures, they never imagined that this might happen. So what enabled the disciples to see the truth? Of course, Jesus did the works of God. But Jesus also spoke the words of God. This is what Jesus says to his Father in his prayer. They know you because of the words you gave to me, and these words I shared with them. Now, there are times when we hear this from the disciples themselves. For example, when Jesus taught the people about the living bread, some were offended by what Jesus said, and they stormed off. Here's what we're told. From this time, many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. You do not want to leave too, do you? Jesus asked the twelve. And Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and to know that you are the Holy One of God. That's John chapter 6, verse 66 to 69. Yes, Jesus was sharing with them the words of life. And I think that's the thing with each of the world-changing words, including those of Patrick Henry. When those words were spoken, truth shined through the darkness of the moment. For example, when people heard Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., the truth resonated with them. They understood. But with the disciples, it was even deeper than that. They knew Jesus was from God and that the words had come from the Father. And this is why they stuck with Jesus when other people wandered off or ran off. Jesus had the words of life. So Jesus says in his prayer to the Father, that the Father gave him this truth to share. And of course, this causes us to wonder how we can receive and live in this truth and how we can also become speakers and sharers of this truth with others. Let's pray. Father, we hear your words through Jesus, and we know this truth comes from beyond our world of posturing and pretending, of spinning and of lying and we see you. Help us to fix our gaze on you in the days ahead to the praise of your name. Amen.